diabetes is an offspring of hereditary habits hey you guys it's coach taylor here with taylor training podcast where we'll be discussing any and everything related to health and wellness today we're going to be discussing hereditary genetic factors versus hereditary habits first and foremost what does hereditary mean hereditary is defined as a title office or right conferred by the base of inheritance it is also defined as holding a position by inheritance as well as being determined by genetic factors which is the ability to be passed down from parent to offspring or descendants now inheritance has been mentioned a couple times so let's look at that definition inheritance is a noun so it's the action of inheriting it is to be appointed as her to receive to be the her so in my opinion hereditary doesn't just mean through dna or genetics in order for something to be hereditary there is an accepted reception whether it be intentional will or by force or out of our control in general so what is a genetic factor since it's two words let's look at both words genetic is greek meaning origin generation or race it is the properties or features of an organism factor is french meaning circumstances fact or influence that contributes to a result or outcome doer maker performer done or made okay now let's look at the opposition of genetic factors so what is a habit a habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice especially one that is hard to give up or a long loose garment worn by a member of a religious or congregation didn't know that that is an interesting fact it is latin meaning condition bearing state appearance dress attire habio i have hold and keep now the reason i'm discussing this topic is due to a conversation about feet yes that's right feet especially bunions i know a lot of people with some bunions out here in the world trust me i'm not a feet foot person i don't have a foot fetish whatsoever but i know several people with some bunions it was brought to my attention because a client is concerned that they may be developing a bunion similar to one of their parents if you're not familiar with the bunion it's where the big toe starts to push into the second toe so that that big toe is giving that 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 second toe some love lean on me (laughs) in most cases a bunion is due to prolonged pressure and it appears at the second metatarsal of the hallucis aka the big toe the way they the way my client presented their information in my opinion they were thinking it's due to genetic factors you know those things that we don't have control over 
such as skin color, eye color, the width of our nose, the width of our eyes, the size of a nose, the shape of our head, or the structure or shape of our foot. Those factors are things we have no control over, right? So in this case, if it was something like that, I would consider it to be a hereditary genetic factor. Something passed down in the DNA, you know, our genetic pool that we don't have control or say as to which we get. But I don't think it was that in this case, right? Similar to diet, children pick up on gait patterns. When we're learning to walk, we, we learn how to walk because we're observing the people around us, like our parents, a relative, you know, everywhere you look and there's a child, they're watching an adult, right? So like diet, gait patterns are developed due to habits. For instance, let's say you have a shoe that you love, but it's too small for you. I've had many of these in my days. More than likely, you will have the tendency to ball your feet up, you know, scrunch those feet up like a fist <laughs> just to fit the shoe. Now, over time, that's going to affect how you walk or something that I'm trying to get away from uh, is wearing tight, narrow shoes and socks because they affect the spread of the feet and, you know, it causes the toes to bunch up which can result in pressuring the big toe to lean into the other toes, the cause of bunions in most cases, right? Now, I can say the same thing for diabetes, especially in the black community. I recently had a disagreement with my father because he's diabetic and come to find out several if not all of his siblings are diabetic in some shape or form as well. And if I'm not mistaken, not, if I'm not mistaken, his mother and father were too. And I don't think I'm out of the woods. You know, the apple don't fall far from the tree. But I'm working to change my eating habits. I've come a long way from eating the traditional southern meals black household meals you know like where it's thanksgiving every single day or at least once a week you know on sundays you know the mac and cheese baked mac and cheese at that real extra gooey you know you gotta have that cheese stretch smothered pork chops greens with a fat back deep fried chicken with the extra crispy skin Yam so sweet, it's like dessert. Am I making you hungry yet? Because I know my stomach is reminiscing. These juices don't cut it. <laughs> I'm serious. What about the rack of ribs? So tender, the meat falls off the bone. That barbecue sauce, so ooh, so juicy, it make you want to slap your mama. That broth work that oozes in your mouth after the first bite. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, 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 I'm done. I'm over here making myself hungry. Somebody send me a kale juice so I can make up for it so I can get my mind back right. Please send me a blessing. But to my point, a child doesn't come out the womb knowing to eat those kinds of foods. 
when we're exposed to those foods, that's when the habit starts to form. You're like, oh, this tastes good. I'm happy. You know, you start getting all those different kind of feelings related to food. And you're like, I want more, 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 more. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be satisfied until, you know, I have it tastes like this. You, you know, when you start to compare, uh, you know, you go over to your friend's house and you have they their their baked macaroni and cheese. But you like, nah, this is okay, but it ain't like my grandmama's. You know, that type of type of stuff. I know several I know several parents are gonna disagree with me on this one, right? But in my opinion, we condition our children to eat chicken nuggets and french fries. I've seen and come across a lot of different posts and they like oh my baby all they want is chicken nuggets and french fries that's the only thing they gonna eat especially when like they're in that toddler stage um and then like you know and and then we start wondering why our kid doesn't want to eat when we cook because we've conditioned them to eat chicken nuggets and french fries now hear me out how often do we challenge not only our children, but ourselves to open their palate to something new. Better yet, how often do we cook at home? We so often go for what's convenient instead of what's best. I'm guilty of this myself, I, straight up, both personally and when I've spent time with my nieces and nephews. Our children are not many adults, but they are watching and they are soaking up information quickly like they have access to so much information instantly in the palm of their hand and we're giving it to them younger and younger and younger and younger it's not like you put your baby in front of a program of your choosing and they just sit there no we're actually handing them the tablet the cell phone and now they get to learn how to scroll and look for the information that they want to look at or at least what your search history may have left over after you've been on your phone or been on the tablet. So if your child isn't picking it up from you, you better believe it's coming from somewhere. And whether it be a genetic factor or a habit, characteristics are hereditary. I'll leave you with this to ponder. Throw me to the wolves and I'll come back leading the pack. In my opinion, hereditary is often a term thrown around without much understanding as to what we mean exactly. By adding genetic factors or habits, by adding genetic factors or habits to this objective, I believe it can bring more clarity to conversations discussing our unique characteristics, making us more aware of what we receive as well as what we put out into the universe. Thank you for tuning in to the Taylor Training Podcast. You can find us at taylortraining.com. Give us a follow on Instagram at Taylor Training and on Twitter at E underscore I underscore motivation. We also have a Facebook group called Taylor Training Coaching. Be sure to join the group for exclusive content posted 
nowhere else and please subscribe to our youtube channel Taylor Training Media. I am Coach Taylor. As always, everything is motivation. Love, light, and peace, y'all. Have a blessed one.